Hello, everybody, and welcome to What Do You Say Anime? I am your host, Peter, and on today's episode, the gang and I will be reviewing the 2016 MAPPA original, Yuri on Ice. Join me today, first, our lovely co-host, Johnny. Johnny, how's it going? It still feels kind of weird uh, being called a co-host, but yeah, I'm doing good, thank you. Uh, you know, uh, last week I was talking, well, not last week, but I guess last episode, we were talking about how you guys were lucky that you guys got to watch the Violet Evergarden movie. Well, in four days, the Demon Slayer movie is also coming out to you guys, but not me, so... Uh, wow, yeah. sick yeah. plug. We're actually be doing an episode on that on Friday. Sick plug, Johnny. Thank yeah, you, you Johnny. <laughs> you won't see me on it. I wonder why. Oh, rest, rest in peace, Canada. Uh, joining me first, our moderator is Miles. Miles, how's it going? Uh, it's going well. Johnny, you might not have any movies up in Canada, but you do have King JJ, so, you know, it's <laughs> yeah, all that, good. That is true. That is true. <laughs> um... Yeah, so uh, I'm excited to talk about the show. Uh, it's one of my favorites. Uh, it's my second time watching it, uh, and I'm pretty, you know, it's going to be good to get into it. That's good to hear. And our second moderator is young Patty Mills of the San Antonio Spurs. Patty, how's it going? Oh, it's good. I haven't worn a headband in like a month now. It's been really different. It's weird. Um, uh, I, I'm excited to talk about uh, the second best sport on ice in the world. It's going to be really fun tonight. Uh, I don't know if you guys can see them up there. Um, my, my old hockey sticks from from my career back in the way back in the day the before, glory I picked days. Up, before, before I picked up basketball and started for the uh, San Antonio Spurs. <laughs> You know, um, yeah, I didn't know hockey I, was big in Australia, Patty. Yeah, I know, I know, it is, it is. Well, it's really big in Japan too. Apparently, uh, it's pretty cool actually. Their their women's team is top ten in the world. Uh, fun fact. So, uh, but yeah, figure skating, cool. Uh, I don't know. I didn't. I never watched the show when it first came out because uh, I was a hockey guy and I was like, oh, that's kind of not me. And I'm really sad I didn't because uh, it's a great show. Yes, it, yes, it is. And joining us today, our special guest, we have Miss AK herself. AK, how is it going? Good. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you for having me. Uh, AK, can um, you tell us a little about yourself, like the content that you do and like where you're from and where people can find you? Yeah, sure. So I uh, am, a, I would say, new anime watcher. Only the past three years have I been watching. So that's still, uh, that seems like a long time for almost anything else. But when you're in the anime community, that means that you're a baby. So I uh, started to immerse myself in TikTok culture and started to cosplay and uh, got into some fun uh, Discord communities and Twitch communities and uh, has totally taken over my life. And now I pretty much don't watch anything else besides anime, but <laughs> I absolutely love it. <laughs> and where can people find you? Like, what's the be where do you post your content like the most frequently? Um, so I stream on Twitch doing uh, just random stuff every Wednesday uh, at 8.30 Eastern Standard Time. It's your cool substitute because I am a teacher in real life. So uh, I started as a substitute teacher. Now I'm a real teacher. So I'm your cool substitute on um, all my platforms. You can find me on TikTok or Twitch uh, using both of those usernames. And I will be pro providing the links to both of those in the description below. Uh, thank you again, AK, for joining us. This is one of your favorite shows and you've talked about it a lot. So when it got nominated, I had to reach out to you because I knew you liked it. But I love it. Enough about AK. Let's talk about Yuri on Ice. Pat, you are our moderator. Please take the discussion away. Well, yeah. So uh, for those of you that are just joining us for the first time, what we always do, we do our, uh, our our first impressions of the show. So this is spoiler free. 
what we heard about the show before we watched it, what we thought of the first few episodes, and whether or not we would recommend the show to anybody else. So, as always, let's start with Miles. Miles, what have you got for Yuri on Ice? Yeah, sure. So this is my second time watching the show. Uh, the first time I watched it was maybe two years ago or so. Um, this was a recommendation from uh, my fiance Kayla. She heard about it on a podcast um, and said she wanted to watch it. And I was like, oh boy, uh, my girlfriend at the time wants to watch anime with me. Let's, you know, let's do it for sure. Um, what's it about? And she's like, ice skating. I'm like, whatever, let's watch it. Um, <laughs> and, you know, color me surprised. I absolutely adored it. Um, I thought it was so good. Um, you know, I think that it starts off strong. First three episodes are good. Animation in episode one is just like, whoo, you can see where the budget went. Um, <laughs> And it goes into those initial figure skating scenes. Um, and yeah, I would absolutely recommend it to anyone who just enjoys like having a good time. It's not like, you know, I don't know, super heavy or anything. I think it's just like a fun, good character story. I think that's a very fair uh, analysis of it. Um, I definitely agree with you that, that my first reaction to hearing it was just like, uh, figure skating. Okay, you know, <laughs> you know, like I was, that that that's always what always was my initial reaction to it. Uh, Johnny, what about you? So my experience is probably pretty similar to what you just said. It's like Yuri on Ice was one of the shows that I heard about when I was getting into anime. Like all these people, like it's like, hey, like what's one of the best anime? It's like, yo, Yuri on Ice. It's like really good show. And I was just thinking, like, just looking at it, it's like, you know, figure skating. It's like. I, I could watch something else. I, I'm going to go watch Attack on Titan. I'm going to go watch SAO, you know? It's like... The better know, shows, like... obviously. Right, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to say which one's the better show. I'm just going to leave it up to interpretation. But anyways. <laughs> so, so, yeah, like... I, I, never, I was never the type of person to, like, watch sports anime. Like, I don't know, it just didn't appeal to me. But now, after I've seen this, like, my perception of them has completely changed. Like, I definitely understand why so many people like these kind of shows because of the, it's just so easy to understand the story behind them. Like, I thought the, sh- I-, I thought the show was really good. It just changed my perception on the genre as a whole. And I would, rac- I would absolutely recommend this to anyone. Nice. Uh, Jai, did you join us for ping pong or were you not? Uh, I did not. That? Okay, I wondered. Uh, I I am gonna definitely allude to ping pong at some point tonight when we're during our discussion. But I was wondering because you mentioned not liking sports anime. I'm the same way. Where even being an athlete, like my whole life, I just couldn't get into sports anime. I was just like, it felt like needless drama. But this show is this show along with ping pong, like we talked about in the past, is a uh, an example of, like one of the few sports anime that I really really got into. And and uh, I was just gonna see if you had that same experience with ping pong, but you didn't. But Pete, I know you did, right? You uh, you love ping pong. What love do you think ping about pong. Yeah, ping pong is probably my second favorite sports anime of all time. Uh, this is also like Miles, my second watch through. I watched this uh, this time on dub since I watched the first time on sub, and my first impressions are that this dub is absolutely incredible. I was discussing this prior to the show. This is top three dubs I think I've ever heard. It may be number one. That and Bacchano are like neck and neck. But I think what Urian Ice does so well compared to other shows, especially my first impression, is it took a subject matter that I'm A, not familiar with, or and B, I don't really care about. Like, I don't watch figure skating. I've seen like clips and stuff, but like, I don't go out of my way to watch figure skating. 
And then just to be completely immersed in like their choreography, the music, the dances that they do in the show is like next level. And I was like fully captivated by something I really don't care about. And I think that is a huge like plus for the show, taking something that I think this show like can appeal to like everybody because it's so well done taking subject matter that people don't care about and making it incredible. Fun fact, also for a first impression, this is my second favorite OP of all time, History Maker. And the fun fact that History Maker was animated by one single person. So fun fact for that, that the fact that the OP looks that good and it was drawn by one person is absolutely crazy. I would absolutely oh. recommend uh, Your and Ice to almost anybody. Absolutely, I agree. Yeah, that that was a cool uh, thing to learn about was the the OP being made. Yes, by one one person made the entire thing. Especially after our Isokin episode last week. Sick plug, Pat. Thanks, Pat. Uh, you know, seeing the animation and how much how much effort goes into like you know even just like ten frames of animation. How many people it would take to create that? Knowing that one person made that entire minute thirty OP where it's just this fluid motion of, of uh, you know the three the three main characters are the three of the main characters we should say like it's so it's, it's so great to know that and uh last but not least ak what did what do you think about your nice what were your first impressions um it was uh one of my first animes that i ever watched i think it was the fourth or fifth one i ever watched and i got it just because i had just watched oran high school host club uh which the first time i watched it was a little much for a new anime watcher there's some like kind of just like funky anime tropes that's like a little uh off-putting for a first anime watcher but i liked it and i went on tiktok and i asked people like what should i watch and i got recommended this in boko no stray dogs which i still haven't watched um but i watched this and i it was the first ever anime that i binged in one night i sat in my bed and i watched it on my laptop and when it was over i was so upset because i just wanted more because yeah. i just absolutely fell in love with it and i've since seen it uh dub one other time and then i recently maybe a week and a half ago two weeks ago watched it with my uh boyfriend and like pete said he was like i don't really i never had a drive to watch the show because i don't really care about figure skating he's like right. i he loves sports anime he's a very athletic person he likes that drive in a show um but he was like i don't like figure skating so i never really thought i would find a connection to the show i wouldn't i wouldn't think it'd be interesting to me uh, but we just sat and watched it and i was i just was reminded how much i love uh the storyline and the characters i think the characters are my like that is why i like the show uh because again i don't really care that much about figure skating but not only was the show able to make me want to like now go watch a bunch of figure skating videos i also just like like fell in love with these characters and like i'm not a very uh i like if i don't like the the characters i'm not gonna like the show um i think characters like i i was a theater girl back in high school so like the character development in a show is really important to me uh if i can't like connect with someone on like a personal level uh i don't think i would like it and this just had some of my favorite favorite characters i think my my best boy in this that we'll talk about later is probably in like my top five favorite anime characters mm. ever nice i'm really i'm really interested in that conversation that's mm. gonna be such a fun that's good we need to honestly keep our main discussion short i think because cool best, boy, best boy and girl is probably going to be like a half an hour you know i'd say i i think that we could probably talk that long I, about I it i will fight 
for my best. I will fight. I, oh, we know, Miles. We know. <laughs> I, think, uh, I think Miles and I will be teaming up on this one from what oh, I can Oh, let's understand. go. Um, okay. But anyways, uh, I will agree with AK, especially on the characters uh, being the f- main selling point for this show for me as well. Because again, like everyone else has been saying, I'm not big into figure skating. As a matter of fact, I hated figure skaters growing up because they always took our ice time. They always got in our way during free skate or didn't let us uh, uh, have practice at normal times. I had to get up at 5 a.m. to practice for hockey instead of getting to, getting to go after school because figure skaters needed that ice time for whatever reason. So I I grew up like hating figure skating, like just to put it bluntly, like I did. And this opened my eyes to the sport. Like, you know, obviously I've, I'm grown older. I'm not as, you know, bitter about it anymore. Um, but it, it is, it has changed my perspective even more on figure skating to understanding some of the, the dedication and the, the, the specific things that they need to practice in life, such as, you know, their social skills are really important. You know, being able to be friendly with their competitors and cheer them on and develop relationships with them is a really important aspect of their life, uh, their, their careers and their, their skills. Uh, from like a, a first impression standpoint, I would say that the first few episodes were not its strong point for me. I think the the middle and uh, the very middle of the show was was its uh, strongest for me, mainly because I don't know. I watched the first few episodes with my family, uh, and there were a lot of uncomfortable anime tropes in, especially in the first episode. The first episode took forever. I was sitting there and I was wincing throughout it because there were just a lot of uncomfortable moments uh, that were just too a little too anime, maybe for, especially for someone who I thought going in that it would be a really good like first anime to like show someone or at least one of the first few ones where you know it doesn't have those random tropes like so god bless you ak for starting with Oran high school host club because that is quite the first anime <laughs> to start off yeah. with. Okay. but um it's it's i don't think it's nearly that bad but it is i think that first episode again like i was watching it with my dad my dad's an older guy so i was just like i could tell already i was like yeah okay this show's not gonna be for him you know <laughs> you know what i mean so you know like that this show is not for him i could tell he was not into it um you know that last scene in the in the tub he was just not about it um which is fine you know what that's fine but uh but i i did i would recommend this show i think uh it has its weaknesses as well but i did the characters are so incredible in the show they are Again, Best Boy is going to be a half-hour discussion, and I can't wait. Um, but yeah, I, so now that we've gotten our first impressions out of the way, this is our spoiler zone going forward. Uh, all spoilers are uh, fair game. Uh, but yeah, so let's talk about some discussion points. So uh, our first discussion point, I would say, would be... Uh, Pete wanted to bring this one up yeah. it, it, with exposition dumps, which, you know, it, an exposition dump, it, I, I would say best is described as like when the show is trying to tell you, either provide you context or a better understanding of either the world or the situation or things that are going on. The best uh, the best way to describe this to just just people in general is like when you're watching a movie, right? And the movie starts and then suddenly there's a newscaster or a television cast uh you know television report on t on the tv in the setting that they're in and it tells you oh there's a zombie virus that's running <laughs> running rampant something like that like that's a that's like yeah. the, the the easiest example of yeah. an exposition Pat, if i can think of. Our, yeah. our listeners are not 11 years old i think they know what an exposition dump is <laughs> i don't know i for exposition dumps yeah you know AK, ak asked us what exposition dumps were and i figured you know what uh 
there are there are people even less uh, even less bright than AK out there. I'm so not I the smartest teacher, them. I guess. And not, I better even this acronym. This is yeah. an exposition dump. Yeah, um, but like um, I figured that that was the best example I could think of where it's like, oh yeah, I've seen that in so many movies, you know. So that that's what we mean when we're talking about exposition dumps, which. Yuri on Ice does a ton of. They do them pretty much every episode, actually. I believe they open almost every episode with uh, with at least some sort of exposition dumps. Uh, uh, so, Pete, what did you want to bring up about them specifically? Because uh, well, I thought they, they were annoying to me at certain points. I think they were important yeah. to the show, but I, I found them to be a bit overdone at times. What about you? This will be really interesting because I'm like the exact opposite because I thought they did it one of the best I've ever seen in anime. So, like, the big examples for me was the actual skating aspect of the show. And especially, like, the first competition, they explained the scoring, where it's, like, this freestyle, and then they had, like, the presentation one or whatever. So, like, one was, like, more choreographic, and the other one was, like, tricks. And they did a really good job of, like, explaining, like, hey, we have two different types of, like, competition. They're scored differently. Here you go. And it's, like, okay, cool. Let me, uh, let me like, interpret it how I think it's going to be. So you see, like, the first scoring, he scores, like, a 90, and that's high. And then, like, the second time he scores, like, 130, and that's high as well. And it's like, well, what's the point difference? Like, why is it so, like, different? Like, why are the two so much different? And, like, they don't explain it. You just have to, like, put it together. And I always, like, I'll compare it to, like, shonen anime where they just tell you everything for, like, eight minutes long. Like, here's the situation. Here's what's going on. Here's this guy. Here's that guy. Here's this guy's background. This one's just, like, they explained where like how JJ was going to do four jumps in the second part of his act and nobody else could do four. It's like, that's telling me that four is very hard to do and it's worth more points. Like you don't need to like have this huge dump of things. Like I'll figure it out myself. And they did that throughout the entire show. And I really enjoyed that aspect of it. Cause it just let me go along with the flow of the show. It let me allow, have more time with the characters more times with like the the choreographed like presentations that they do because they were fantastic throughout the show and i just thought they did a really good job at like simpling it down like you said in the beginning of the episode they talk about it but to me it was like the perfect amount and it, they didn't really do it in excess to me um in my viewpoint and i honestly thought it was like one of the best i've ever seen in anime and i think miles also had like a really good example of it as well yeah well mine's a little different because mine's sort of a, a joke one but i do want to say on top of that like you know, if you've been listening to this a while, you know that, like, I'm the type of person that will just, like, look things up about, like, what shows are about. And so I yeah. Googled, like, a ton of stuff about figure skating um, as I was watching this so I could, like, be more prepared because they were talking a lot about, like, feeling, like, the love or whatever, you know. It's like, oh, I'm not, like, feeling agape, which is, like, Italian for unconditional love or whatever. And I... I was like, well, that's like great and everything, but like, there's no way in hell that matters. And so I Googled yeah. figure skating scoring and wouldn't you fucking know, um, it does matter. So like, you know, there's a lot of like scoring that's based on like your interpretation of your theme, your interpretation and movement to, towards like the music and stuff like that. And so they just like talk about those things and <laughs> cats are great. I'm sorry, the cat um, just... <laughs> and, <laughs> um, you know, I thought that was really cool. I, I like when, I, you know what I mean? It's like 2021, we have phones and Google. You can just, like, tell me things. And if I want to know about it, I can, like, figure it out. But you don't need to spend too much time explaining to the audience, um, like, the difference between, like, a toe loop or a regular loop or, like, an axle is the hardest jump and worth the most points. 
when a toe loop is the least difficult jump. Um, that's what I learned. Wow, um, look at that. So, um, yeah. and it's all about like where you jump off. I, I didn't even know there were multiple ways to jump on a skate, to be honest. Um, I think I can only jump one way without a skate. So <laughs> I'm impressed that people can, can well, jump you multiple can't ways jump with on a skate. Leg? Yeah, I mean, like, but, like, the mechanics of it. Like, I guess, like, I, I can. I just never really thought about it. Um, no real detail. Yeah. yeah. The example I wanted to give, though, is my favorite example of um, lampshading ever, which is um, when the triplets, his friend's triplets, are explaining to his parents how, like, the Grand Prix series works and everything and, like, how he qualifies for everything. And they just say, like, for some reason, like, the Kotskis don't understand how, like, these qualifiers work because they didn't have a character that wouldn't know how it worked. So they just picked a character and were like, they don't understand um, how this works. And then they even, like, make another joke about it later where Victor says, like, oh, I actually didn't know how that worked because I'd never needed to qualify for anything yeah. like this because I always play so highly. And I thought that was fantastic. Um, so they sort of, like, subverted their own trope subversion, and I thought that was really funny. Um, yeah, uh, so my I guess my main complaint with the exposition would have been how frequent it was rather than how it was done because it was done really well like i loved the commentary during their performances because like i feel like oh by the end of it i could tell like oh if he stumbled or put his arm down while he was like finishing his jump or um you know didn't have his arms in a certain way when he landed like that by that point by the end of the show i i had started to figure out like and piece it together like oh that means he messed up or oh that means he didn't do what he was intending to do but um I liked that at the the very beginning because it was just like it was like I was just watching figure skating. Like I, I, it felt that I guess that's just another general point that I looked at as a plus for the show, which was I was so tense during almost every performance because it, it felt like I was watching a real performance. It felt like I was, I didn't know. Literally, I knew I never was able to predict what was going to happen with any performance uh, throughout the show. Like in terms of like saying, Oh, I know that he's going to ace it. I know he's going to flub here. Like there, there were, it was every jump. I was tense to see if they landed or not, which uh, I got to give them credit because most sports anime aren't like that. They don't keep you on edge. They don't make you wonder who's going to win. And I think this one did an exceptional job of that. And so again, the exposition helped in those situations. And I think it was really well done. I just thought that there was so much of it that it was almost like, I it felt like there was almost always some sort of exposition going on, whether that's because there were so many performances or beginning of every episode starting out with, you know, someone basically updating us as if we hadn't watched the last episode. I don't know. I'm always generally opposed to that because I'd rather, fig like Miles said, I'd rather figure it out on my own or be expected that I am smart enough to figure it out on my own. But that, like you said, you said, Pete, there are certain things that you wouldn't be able to figure out either through watching it only or being on your own. Um, what about you, Johnny? What do you think about, uh, did you notice the exposition? Was it that, um, make or break for you or anything like that? Well, for me, it's like, for me, it's like the mentality is like, for us, we're watching it a different way from one of us release because we, after one episode, we can just immediately go watch the other one. So like, I'm looking at it from like the weekly perspective. It's like, what if you're just watching this weekly and then like every week you need to be reminded. That's a good like, point I, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I, like like you said, it was like just one or two minutes, and it's just like like for example during the final arc, it's just like they went through like what the standings were, and I thought like 
that was completely fine. Like it serves its purpose. It doesn't stay for longer than it needs to, and it just doesn't bother me. Mm-hmm. And it's like so like for the exposition, it's just like I guess some parts of it were a little bit too much. But it's for me, it's like I understand why it's there, and it just doesn't bother me. Like it doesn't take away. From it's the not show make or break for you. Yeah, exactly. Like it's not a big part of a show unless it's literally spending like twenty. Unless sure. it's literally like spending twenty minutes explaining what. Chocolate like, dra- is. like Dragon Ball, spending five minutes at the beginning of every episode repeating what happened in the last one, right? Yeah, yeah, like yeah, like yeah. not like that level. It's like yeah. unless it's so much that it that is like it's basically stalling out the runtime of the show. Exactly, I don't have a problem with it. Yep. I think that's fair. I I will say that that was a very minor complaint. I think that that's more just a uh, a nitpick because again, I did I really truly did enjoy this show a ton. Um, but yeah, so uh, let's uh, move on to one of our. Oh, other whoa, what about AK? Doesn't she want to? Yeah, oh, did AK? AK? I'm sorry. Do you have thoughts? I don't know. I I assumed you did. <laughs> the only okay. thing that I would add is I l- really enjoyed the animation that they did during a lot of the expositions where they did this like whiteboard drawing Yes, where they yeah. would have, and again, as a teacher who w- draws on a whiteboard for like eight hours a day, I thought that was a very clever way to be like, okay, I'm explaining to the viewers what's going on in like a teaching manner that is on a whiteboard. And I thought that was kind of a clever way of doing it. Uh, I will say sometimes it did get repetitive at the beginning of the episodes where it's like, hi, I'm Yuri and I am this average boy. And I, and he went on his little thing every time. Yeah. Um, but I did really like the little, the little animation. I thought that was very cute and clever. You should introduce your cat as well. Yes. Oh yes. And uh, my cat Totoro, I'm holding him on my lap. Oh my because, God. Uh, he will, probably step on my keyboard and like mute me or turn my camera off or exit me out if i don't uh hold him so this is totoro say hi totoro (laughs) he'll do a little little stretch for you already oh big stretch if you're listening to us on soundcloud or itunes you should watch us on youtube that way we have visual content and you can see a cute cat you can see a cute kitty yeah we have a soundcloud yeah we have a soundcloud you you can plug us on all your viral tweets johnny do we plug a has music on it has yes. also has a SoundCloud. Listen to his music. He's yeah. better than we are. So yes, true. Just drop this episode better. right now and go listen to Has. Um, oh, wow. Come on, man. And yeah, <laughs> sick reverse plug. Um, <laughs> and uh, you're I on the say, podcast. Yeah, I know. They call them as I see them. Um, the true. club goes on. The club goes on. One last note about the exposition uh, before we get into like the next topic. And I think that it, it's a pretty easy segue we can do here. But I really liked the announcer. Um, like, I thought he was a good form of exposition because one, I think the voice actor for the announcer did a good job of sounding like an announcer. Um, and like, I understood like things where someone would do like all four rotations or something, but they would fall. And he's like, well, they still get partial points because, and it's like a very natural part to have exposition because that exposition exists. It's like a real broadcast. In real life. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's like not excessive. It's not extra. It's something that we would expect while watching figure skating, like, you know, in the Olympics, because, you know, people don't watch it all the time or whatever, or, you know, during the world championship. It's like when I'm watching curling, I don't know what's happening. And that's why you got to explain that, like, you know, really well. So I think that that was like a really good method um, of how to do that. Um, One reason I think that they had so many recaps at the beginning and to get into our um, second subject uh, and I, I don't. I, I'm interested in everyone's opinion on this. I know Pete and I agree because we talked about it a little bit briefly before. But the show kind of has like two settings. 
um, which is inside the skating rink and then unimportant locations outside of the skating rink uh, that are just essentially unimportant. Like, you know, like they do go from Moscow to Barcelona or whatever. Um, and with Barcelona particularly, it, it does, you know, they go around and ride a Vespa or whatever, um, go shopping. Um, get married. But, <laughs> get married <laughs> casually. Yeah. Um, but it, it didn't... Um, I, I, you know, like the settings aren't very strong. And when you're in these competitions and the inside of skating rinks are just so similar to each other, um, it's probably hard to like, there aren't visual cues to tell us I'm in a skating rink in Barcelona now. And it's this finale or whatever, or I'm in a skating rink and we're in Moscow or the hot springs or wherever. Um, like as far as I know, those like visual cues don't exist. And so I think some of the exposition while perhaps a bit excessive was just to set the setting more because we don't have the normal visual cues we did. And I guess the transition would be for a show that essentially has two settings. I thought it was amazing because I, I think setting is sort of like an underrated aspect. Like, you know, where you are is like super important for what happens. And the setting and the backgrounds were super samey for a lot of this, um, you know, cause they're skating for 80% of the show. And I, it, it didn't really wear on me or, you know, affect me in any way. I, I know, Pete, you had stuff to say about this. Well, yeah, I guess you do make a good, you make good points about like the inside and the outside. I just want to give a shout out to my boy, uh, Pork Cutlet Bowl, which was the best part of the entire show. I love how yeah. they consistently reference a Pork Cutlet Bowl. I was so hungry the entire time, like watching it. My first Pork Cutlet Bowl watching it this past time with Chin. And it was delicious. Yeah. I, I, it's just really fun. Like the settings, like how, I guess like we got to see like, you know, especially like Yurio, um, how he's kind of like this uptight kid. And then outside of the ice rink, especially when he like reunites with his grandpa, it's like, he's not as like the person that you think he is. I think he just has like this attitude towards ice skating. That was like really cool because I know people that are like reflecting towards that where like on the court, they're like a completely different person. Like they just like switch a gear, and I really like that settings, where like you got to see him back in like Russia and Saint Petersburg and stuff like that. Um, I guess the overall setting to like the show to me wasn't. I I guess you kind of made made a point where it's like you don't really know where they are. They kind of sometimes reference it in like the beginning of the episode. They're like, uh, like pre qualifiers. Here we are in Barcelona, Spain, and they do yeah. something they do something like that. So it's like okay, we're going to Barcelona, Spain. And I guess, like, you kind of, like, Barcelona was, like, a big deal because it seemed like the Grand Prix Finals were always in Barcelona or something like that. So that was kind of cool. But to be honest, I don't have a whole lot to say about the setting. Yeah, um, that's fine. Um, but AK, like, you have oh, something to say? Oh, you're keeping well, just, going? Well, just one thing about the setting, I guess, the hometown of where Yuri is from. Oh, yeah, this is great. This is great. So the whole the show is an original, and it was funded by the town that Yuri is from in, like, real life. So Ooh. this... This show is essentially a promotional marketing tool for the town that Yuri is from. Okay, I want to play a game before we throw it to AK real quick. Can anyone remember the name of the town? Starts with an N? Konsetsu? Is it Konsetsu? This is a terrible game. Because I don't remember. I want to see how well the marketing did. I want to see if any of the five of us remembered. Yeah, um, it is. Um, I, I just it. watched. It. I just watched it uh, too. So that 
That's almost unfair to ask me out of all of us. Hold on. Uh, well, you know, okay, yeah. So, AK, make your point while Pat looks up the, the, <laughs> the town name, and then we can find out after if if it worked on any of us. <laughs> um, what I was thinking about this, it didn't come up into my head until you we decided to start talking about the setting and how, like, kind of like a blank slate it is because it is just an ice skating rink. I think it's kind of a cool thing that it's about all these different people from these different play places. So you got the Japanese skater, you have the American, you have the Canadian, you have the Swiss Swiss guy, whatever. Yeah. What's his name? Chris, uh, the Swede, the guy who comes Swede. in his pants. No, no, he's no, no, no. He's, he's, he's from Switzerland. No, he, no, he is from Switzerland. Yeah, Chris is from Switzerland. Chris is like Chris or something. He's hilarious. I love he's the guy that nodded during like. Yeah, he he jizzes in his pants at the end of his performance. Yeah, that was. Oh my god, it's amazing. I'm glad I didn't show my parents that episode. Yeah. <laughs> I hope whoever like, skates afterwards, like I hope they clean up that fucking rink. Like, yeah. <laughs> like imagine slipping on your skates. <laughs> oh no! Wow, we're getting really into it. I would have um, won the gold if it wasn't for all that cum. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Moving back to our initial question that got us to this point, uh, but yeah, Yuri. Like you Go have ahead. all of these people from these different places, and if it was super heavily location based, then someone would have like an edge because the Spain guy would be like all like I don't remember if there was a specific Spanish character, but like I liked the fact that there was like kind of this like blank slate negative background that existed uh, that they can all connect on because they all skate in an ice skating rink, like they all have that connection, even though they're all from completely different places, completely different backgrounds completely different locations like this having an ice skating rink is pretty basic every ice skating rink i've ever been into i'm from the new england area so all my friends ice skated uh they were all hockey players so yeah i've been, in, I've been to 100 ice skating rinks they're all the same they but are. because of that you can find like home if that's your home like if ice skating is your thing, doesn't matter where you go, that ice skating rink will still have something that you're like, this feels right. This feels like something I can connect to. Like I have a connection to this random ice skating rink in Barcelona that I've never been to before, but I know the ice and it's right here so I can do my shit and do it well. Yeah. It's like a like unifying I, factor for the yeah, people from all yeah, these yeah, different exactly. backgrounds. Yeah, that's and there's really also cool. a, that's a great thought competitive factor too i mean i guess in hockey it's a little more prevalent than it is in figure skating but like i know the bounces on the boards and in, in my home rink much better than i know the bounces on the on the professional rink that i'm playing at you know where the puck will just the puck bounces different the rink the rink's different temperature the ice is different which is you know at, at the olympic level every rink is going to be regulated the same way whatever so it's slightly different for that but it is a factor like, like you mentioned that uh, being home or not speaking of homes uh Yuri was born in Hasetsu, so I was close. I was okay. close Hansetsu or Hatsetsu, whatever I said. Hasetsu, yeah. which, funnily enough, is in the Saga Prefecture in Kyushu. Hey. Saga is where Zombieland Saga takes place, which is also a, an anime that is supposed to be a marketing campaign. That's being funded people. by a prefecture, yes. Okay. That's getting funded by the That's same amazing. prefecture Dude, that these this These Japanese is in. are doing some next They know what they're doing, and it's working. Okay. Yeah, well, clearly Saga charge. knows what they're doing. Yeah. Saga <laughs> is the only Saga. place that's doing this. <laughs> Saga marketing, tur turn this off. Turn it off, because I love the original anime. It's great. This yeah. isn't working. This for sure. <laughs> no, we didn't remember it. it. Um, 
like I have no desire, like especially with Zombieland Saga, I have never thought like, wow, I need to go visit that place. Um, like at least this has the hot spring going for it. Um, yeah. you know, I'm not like. <laughs> Yo, we can make Maybe a connection. Right- Japanese, Dude, we can make a connection right now. Like two things that I do not care about that are funded by a prefecture are idols and ice skating, both funded by Saga, both in two incredible shows. Go watch Zombieland Saga. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's, they do know how to make. I mean, they're good. They're good for that. You know what? So I mean, and they're both know. Mappa. Holy shit! Wait a minute. Wow, <laughs> just, the pieces are coming together. Everything is coming together. I just like an Illuminati me. thing. Yes, yeah. we Wh- connected the triangle. Studios? Is it in Saga? <laughs> Uh, it, Somebody find out. So what prefecture is Attack on Titan advertising? Uh, <laughs> Nazi Germany. Ma- Mappa Nazi is in Germany. T- Mappa is in Tokyo. So, Tokyo. so, uh, so two of the pieces of the Illuminati puzzle are there. The third one did not show up, unfortunately. Um, uh, quick, quick, uh, quick, a, a re- response question to Miles, real quick. Uh, what's Bell's hometown in Twilight? Oh, Forks. Good for you. I looked that up. We got our Twilight plug Came in. Came to Twilight. <laughs> yeah. Why yep. do you just remember Twilight. that? I, 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 I looked it up because I was curious. Yeah, Miles went to school in Washington. Good for you for figuring that one out. Do you remember what state she was from before then? Arizona. Florida? Then you fuck her. I asked Miles. Oh, okay, my bad. It's fine. Was wow. it Arizona? Okay, I got it wrong. I guess Florida. What? I thought uh, you this was an anime now. podcast, not a... Uh, yeah, Twilight's my favorite metal. anime. Um, <laughs> we okay, got really well, into Twilight. Let's talk about Yuri on Ice a little bit more, though, because okay. this show is Wait, not on the arcade battle front and does not deserve to uh, <laughs> be sidetracked until, like, a ten-minute Twilight discussion. I want to talk Twilight now. Yeah, we'll, we'll have a podcast on it, Pete. All right. Um, <laughs> like, unironically, I want to do I, that. I know. Um, we, oh, should. Okay. we should yeah. do it. No, we okay. shouldn't. So no, you're not invited, Pat. This is me and Miles. We're talking I, I'm glad. I don't want to be invited. So, um, <laughs> my God. Um, what are we talking about again? We were talking know. about the. We're setting talking about Twilight. So, the very, I mean, the front of this, like the big part of this, is characters, right? So, unless anyone has other points they they want to like get into i think we should get into like our character discussions yes yes uh i just have one pun about how the show keeps you on edge um okay so all my fellow skaters out there can understand that That very nice um my lesbian friend said that the show was also horrible false advertising since it's a yaoi called yuri on ice yes Uh, (laughs) so if we're just making jokes about it I, I I would be lying if I have uh, not looked up the word Yuri uh, for other reasons, and this came up. <laughs> yeah. Um, the show's music as well was just fu- uh, fucking phenomenal. Oh, so oh it was so good. so good. Like not so just the good. op, the uh, not just the ops, not just like the the background music, the performance music, the OST in general. The even the ED is is just awesome. Well, I the I was awesome. Away. It reminds mm-hmm. me of like a two thousand three like r&b song or something like, like a dance probably unfortunately kinda. about by like chris brown like you know yeah. i don't want to like oh, plug chris brown but featuring like, r kelly it, it just uh, yeah right like it, but it like it kind of reminds me of like in another timeline that song is forever by chris brown like that's <laughs> <laughs> just that song um but, but yeah, like characters, I know i'm ready to talk about it kayla though. loves that we're trying to figure out if we can make history maker our first dance somehow uh but it seems like Ooh. a little difficult um 
That's a it, tough dance. It, so. Yeah, it's because like I think we would need to be really skates. good at dancing, and we're not. Well, I am. Not. I'll, I'll, I'll <laughs> dance. Yeah, I'll just sub yeah, you in. Show us, show us, show us um, let me just sub you in for that. Not a big deal at all. Um, okay. We're both so, white. <laughs> okay, Johnny has one last point, and then we'll get to characters. All right, so I think I think like one of the really strong points about this show, and that's why like I think like like all of us here aren't weren't really interested in figure skating. Like, am I am I right there? You are correct. Yep. I hated Maybe it. AK, yeah. I don't know. Like figure skating a little bit. Okay. Like, I watched it during the Olympics. But like none of us are like, you know, like the fans no. that we see in the show. No. No. So I I think one of the reasons why like the show like captivates us so much is like the things that they show us can be related to like any sports. Like in any sport, there are like specific things that you need to get good at. It's like in, in basketball, you need to know how to dribble. In soccer, you need to know how to kick the damn ball. You know, like in hockey, you gotta know how to skate. But well, a couple well, more things, one. but yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. so like so, like, all these intricate things, like, they show us that, like, a lot of these figure skaters, they also take ballet because, like, it's part of, like, making sure that they're flexible, they know how to move. And, like, they all, like, practice nonstop, like, doing these little things over and over again. And I think that that's one of the reasons why we're, it's so easy to relate because any sport is like that where, like, almost anything you do, there are, like, little things they have to get good at. And then it's about combining them to, like, really, like, in this case, put on a show. But in other sports, it's to, like... It's to play the game and then like be as best as you can. So like, yeah, that's just something I want to bring up because I think that's a really strong part of the show. For sure. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so characters. Um, the characters in this show are absolutely phenomenal. We meet honestly quite a few characters. And I guess like to start off the conversation on characters, how do you guys think they did fleshing out our like tertiary characters? Ooh, you know, can I start. Because yeah, I thought they did an amazing, like, an incredible job with um, Peekit, the guy from Thailand, and how he started his journey to being a ice skater was he watched, like, a, his favorite childhood movie was about ice skating. And he's, yes. from a, he's from a land that ice skating doesn't exist because Thailand is super hot all the time. And he had this dream of being this character from a movie that he, like, resonated with. And I thought that was a fantastic way of, like, drawing somebody's dream from, like, an area of where, like, ice skating doesn't exist. It's like, how does somebody like that get involved in this hobby? And that's it. And I was like, that is so smart. Like, I don't know. That, that's, to me, I thought that was just incredible. I had to throw it out there. Yeah. I uh, I really liked it. Uh, the characters as well. I I think maybe there's too many, almost, at at some points i was thinking that especially near the end because i think near the end you've met so many characters that you're trying to figure out outside of the main three you know the two yuris and and victor you're trying to figure out who is supposed to be the other focal point of this story and i feel like obviously because there's the final six at the grand prix you know it's going to be those those six are going to be the focus of the final arc but it does um it almost feels like they 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 had just a few too many to, to because because but they're they're all interesting and they are all well done, but I I, I don't know again maybe it's just because it was only a twelve episode anime no. rather than a full full series that continues to flesh out these characters in another Grand Prix cycle or you know at the Olympics or something else like another competition I did feel at certain points where I was just like man I really want to know more about this character 
and they're just gone from the show or they're a spectator for the rest of the show. So a good mm-hmm. example would be like the kid that he competed against at his qualifying event yeah. with the with the the hair. Like he basically became just his cheerleader, which is like, yeah, that's what he was supposed to be and mm-hmm. that's what he kind of was, but I don't know, like like did he have to be in the show, you know, taking up screen time when I could have been looking at Jock, you know, like, uh, you know. yeah, well, I mean, I, I would, I always want to look at Jock, you know what yeah. I mean? But like, yeah, I, I will too. say, uh, what I liked about that kid was that I, I think he, he formed a function and it was to help give Yuri some confidence because mm-hmm. Yuri always viewed himself as that kid. And then once he realized through Victor, like kind of yelling at him at that, he was someone's victor um you know like he was this kid's victor and once he put himself in that frame of mind he sort of grew confidence you know because the whole thing's about yuri's confidence and everything right. so i think that one i do agree with you i mean but two i think it, like the nature of how the show is set up is we we just kind of have to have this many characters because right. it, it, like you know you're not going to have the same six in all of these competitions so, um, I, I just think that um, he, that 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 one kid, wasn't a waste of screen time. But I also do think that, like, I don't like the Korean guy probably was. I was about to mention, like, why is the Korean guy also in the show, yeah. and then why is the Chinese child, the the younger Chinese skater, is he not the same exact purpose or character as? that the Japanese kid that looked up to him, you know, like, like they're both just like fanboys or they're both like very young and talented skaters, but they're just, you know, they're juniors. They're not, they don't need to be in the show. That's where I was just like, all right, again, I loved them. They were fun. They were cute. They were, they were there and functional, but they also just ate up screen time. uh, I think you could have skipped some of the earlier people's skating routines and stuff to Mm -hmm. flesh out, like the kid with the hair more and some of the other competitors that we might not yeah. get to see as much more because like, I, I did love the skating parts, but I don't think every episode needed six skating parts. Like no. four <laughs> they did not. would have been fine. I don't think every episode had six. It felt like No, it. but like the ones that had skating though. had quite a few. Cause like towards the end, especially they go short routine, free routine, short routine, free routine, fun episode where they're all getting dinner together and stuff short routine free routine so yeah. the, you know and you just had like six in all of those and sometimes they did like if a character wasn't important they would like have their interview or whatever during it and then it'd be like oh no this person like exploded during their event they're never advancing but like you know um well chris exploded and he advanced <laughs> <laughs> he did Oh, so true. Um, well done, Johnny. Well done. Okay, so AK, it seems you have a you have a least favorite character. Okay. Like well, you were talking about how there were like character storylines that they mm-hmm. went into during an episode. Is it that the you Italian talk- guy? Is oh, he no, the no, one? He, who- no, he was. He was a. Oh no! Yeah, I'm guessing. I'm just trying to guess who your least favorite yeah. character was. Okay, you can have your. Okay, so does anybody else have any guesses? Uh, uh, the, 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 the Italian. I'm the Italian the Kazakhstan guy. I don't, I don't know. know if he's Italian. It's the guy who had this weird lore with his sister. Yes, like that. Okay, I thought I, that was. I did like. There were so many like let go of your past, like, like move on from like, that's what I got out of that. Like, let go of your past, like let go of like, he had this great connection with his sister, but she has to do her thing. He has to do his thing. They didn't have to make it so 
creepy and they went into it like really hard and i yes. did not like it okay <laughs> i i, I want to point this out really quick because pete and i discussed this and pete said and i quote <laughs> oh, it no. really didn't did it seem like he was that into it? Okay, I, I, will, there, I will take Pete's side. I will the, take Pete's what? side in this argument because I wrote down the brother sister love thing isn't weird for once in anime, probably because they're Italian rather than Japanese. <laughs> <laughs> I thought they're Italian, they can do it. That's what I literally wrote down in my no, notes. Oh, that's amazing. Because because to me, that's amazing. Because to me, while I was watching it, so the way I, uh, at first, again, at first it, it started and I was just like, Oh brother, here we go again. Or here, oh oh, Aniki, here we go again, oh, right? Brother. Like, yeah, oh oh. Hold oh, on, hold on. I, I got, you, I got, you I got the. You have the, the soundboard clip ready. I tried yep. to give you time what for it. What are you but... doing, step bro? There you go. <laughs> we need to get Johnny saying. Yeah, there okay, <laughs> we go. But um, but yeah, um, at first I was like, oh no, here we go again. But then it. It actually goes into their backstory, and I'm like, "Oh, he means it in like a protective like." He even ad he even literally says, "I I don't love you in like a romantic way. This is the the love that only a family member can have for one another, like that kind of thing." And he goes, which of course does he take it a little too far? Yeah, but that's the whole point of him, right? Is that she, he needs to learn that he's taking it too far and needs to be mm -hmm. less protective of her. Yeah, that's you why I liked that? it a lot. Cersei Lannister. Anyways. <laughs> Who um, is, is that is that a Game of Thrones reference? Oh, yeah, yeah, the, the twins yeah. are okay. fucking spoiler. Maybe <laughs> she fucked her twins. So. Yeah, yeah, maybe because it's it's ice skating and they used to be ice skating partners. And something about ice skating is very intimate, uh, especially like they didn't do a lot of partner ice skating in this show. Um, yeah, but it's a very intimate activity. Yeah, I like, what would you do have, with your sister? I have an older brother and if he said any of that stuff, like he can be protective of me, but he was like not allowing her to have boys talk to her. Yeah. And like as a female, like that's just weird. That is so weird. No, I agree. Yeah. I think if anyone's like if they're like this is my sister and no man is worthy of her. Only I can speak to her. I'm like, "Oh, you're fucking your sister." That's like <laughs> Um, that's, that's an anime perspective. I don't know. I thought that, I know, that's well, not an anime have perspective. You seen the that would be weird if it was a live pack? action movie, too. Like, uh, because one, the sister was super not into it compared to him. The sister had, like, a very normal, like, I care about my you brother. Chill. Yeah. yeah. But, like, like the, if she needs to say, like, they're what, like 20? <laughs> and she's like, and I'm going to date guys. <laughs> Something about that relationship is incorrect. Um,. I think like, that that's what the point, though, was. Is that I, I understand. He, I, he it was just learn, a little so. ratcheted up to twenty for me, and mm. I think AK as well. <laughs> um, very good point about it being intimate. But the brothers and sisters, I from what I do know about figure skating, brothers and sisters often are partners. They are. They are. They are very commonly but partners. I just think about me and my brother, and there's so many wonderful characters in the show. I could have used twenty five more minutes of somebody else. Yeah, I agree. That, I think that's that, a completely fair yeah. point. I think you could have done the brother sister thing. I think the brother was just too much for me. Like, you know, but you could have had like the brother sister relationship thing. But yeah. I think he was just like the show didn't have like a lot of tropey characters, at least as far as I know. And he was kind of a trope was very compared tropey. to everyone else. Mm -hmm. yeah. Like even Kristoff, who is like this oversexual guy, um, didn't feel as tropey as him, and he literally jizzes his pants. <laughs> after he finishes a performance yeah. oh he and, finishes yeah yeah there's like oh, an absolute finishes. great yeah after he finishes his performance and there's like that awesome shot of his ass right like when he's mm. doing like the swoop and i yeah. i just like i was like 
what a great fan service moment. Yeah. Truly wonderful. <laughs> uh, that's Yowie, funny. The Yowie Bane this show was something else. It was, it was a lot. Well, there let's talk about this a little bit, because I don't think it's Yaoi Bait, because they kiss, and they're, like, dating. They? Yeah, yeah, they yeah, do. Yeah, they, yeah, they kiss. In episode seven. Yes, this is, if you are listening to it, you can't see it, but my arm is covering my mouth. There's so, so many edited pictures of the arm of Victor not being in front of it, so you can actually see them kiss. So, because, because of TV censorship what? laws, they couldn't show them actually kissing, because mm -hmm. Japan's, like, a little homophobic. And a little, you know, just a little. Okay. And so, like, they for sure kissed. Um, and really, the so director it's like had concerned. to fight to even have that oh, yeah. scene in. Oh, yeah, but that's why, because like it quote unquote takes in a place in like a world where there's like no homophobia. That's why, um, the Thai kid was like, Oh my god, you guys are getting married? Awesome, you know, like. Yeah, I and that, that was, was just joke. like, like just like, know, like no. He, I think he genuinely thought they like went and got married because everyone just knew they were like together. Um, hmm. They don't like super focus on it, and I, it, it, it is like definitely a little baity, especially towards the beginning. Um, Very much so at the beginning. In episode is, seven, yeah. they they do kiss, and then yeah. from then on, they're canonically dating each other. You should. Uh, it's really subtle, but when you see like, like when Victor is on like one side of like the railing and yuri's on the other and they're like talking to each other like really close like if you ever go back and look like, look where they they're like touching each other with their hands like it's kind of like what you do in like a relationship like victor yeah, is like intimate. victor yeah. is like rubbing yuri's like forearm and it's like very like it's like i did that with my girlfriend like it's like very That's in that so type much. of that type of setting where it's like a, a coach and like a skater don't have that relationship unless they're like you know in between the sheets type of thing and I mean, they, I mean, he he literally asked Yuri to sleep with him. So, oh, multiple times. Um, he's like, there's like in the there's first like, episode. Yeah, and there's like one scene where they're like on the beach, where like Yuri is or Victor is re con contemplating coming back, and Yuri is contemplating retiring. No, sorry, this is earlier. Uh, they're on the beach in like episode like two, and it's just like, well, could I be your friend? He's like, no. Can I be your coach? No. He's like, well, then can I be your lover? And then Yuri's like, what? You can't say that. Like, are you kidding me? What? And he gets like super red in the face. It's like, it's like extremely obvious. Like that's, it's not, yeah. To the point where it's not really bait because that's where the relationship goes. And that's just like normal flirting. If it was between like a boy and a girl, you wouldn't bat an eye type of thing where it's like, they're clearly not baiting. This is clearly what it is. Huh. Yeah, they're like, can, like they're canonly like in I, a relationship, and like, I did not know that. I I kind of thought that they it was they were just close. Ice skating. They they I do have they to like very close and skate not around it. Yeah, because well, that's of, what I'm saying. Yeah, Japan. They, they skate around it, but like I don't know. I feel like that hasn't stopped Japan in the past with censorship things. I mean, I don't know. That's why I I guess isn't there, it, isn't there like a whole like industry based on Yaoi? Yeah, but yeah, okay, of course. One, Yaoi is like very not ro romantic generally. It's like kind Sexual. of sexualized. It's usually targeted towards women, kind of like Yuri's targeted towards men. Um, and I believe the director of this, I mean, obviously wanted some like of that fan service stuff that's in there, but like wanted to do just like a, like a relationship. Um, you know, sort of like a... Oh god, what's the Yuri show that came out recently that wasn't awful? Um 
blue, blue into, into you. you. That's the one. Yes, Thank you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Definitely not citrus. Yeah, not, <laughs> not citrus. Yeah, no, that was terrible. Yeah, that's my second lowest rated show ever. I think. Yeah. Oh my god. Um, and so like, yeah, I think that you know, and I don't know how like the the like ratings like maybe because it was an advertising show about this town they didn't want it to get like tvma or whatever the equivalent is in japan and if you have the guys kissing it like automatically bumps it up or whatever and if you have like too many allusions to a gay relationship it bumps it up or whatever um you know um ak you have a question uh well it's a question for pat so what did you think of the scene in barcelona where they exchange rings like, did I, that not come across gay at you to you at all? Like, it, it was, was extremely like... gay. But again, the entire time I was just sitting there, like thinking, like, okay, they are implying that they may f- have feelings for each other that are more than than just. You the, just but, didn't think it was as far as like a full on relationship. I didn't think they were canonically dating at all, okay. especially at any point during the show. I didn't think they went That's as far. Crazy. I feel like That's, they would have yeah. shown it. I, I see. To me, I was sitting there saying, "Well, if they were actually dating." They w- or had actually kissed, they would have shown it on screen. We would because see them me, naked together. Or, well, not even that. Just they kissed. We because, have. But, yeah, but there is a kiss we scene, though. But we haven't, though. There's we a kiss there scene. is a kiss scene. No, they, we, they, we no, have that, they kiss. We they kiss. That. That's not the same thing. That's I'm not saying. a kiss. We've literally seen them okay. together like hey, four times. It's not Pat, the same Pat, thing at all Pat. because that's not explicit. Let me, ask, let me ask you this question. If a if the a tree dancing is so funny. If a tree that was a really funny scene. If a tree falls in the forest and nobody hears it, did the tree fall? That is an terrible logical fallacy to use that's in like, this situation. Pete, that's like say Pete, that's like saying if you had sex with a guy but no one else knows, are you gay? <laughs> Yeah, what? Yeah, answer the question, That's, Pete. There you yeah, go. Exactly. Answer the question, no, it's also a terrible logical it's, it, fallacy. Yeah, it's 2021. It's no, what, what I'm trying, uh, what I'm trying to say is like, just I, I don't know. Like, does it have to be like in your like? I don't know. I feel like if it's not like directly in your face, it doesn't happen. It's like the logic I'm kind of getting from you. We're like, I, I even, though, say, even though they other do kiss. people have been confused by this. Pat is not the only person. No, I for don't sure. Think. Yeah, yeah, to be fair, I get, I get the point he's coming like because I didn't know they were in a relationship either. I thought they were just like doing the standard anime thing. It's like, well, I guess my best, I, I guess my best analogy is like at the end of like Fate Unlimited Blade Works. It's like is. It's like is really yeah, cool. Hey, hey, uh, hey, 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 no, well, okay, yeah, the, just the fact that at the end of a show that two characters are still alive in a deathmatch show, but anyway, <laughs> um, you know, it's that doesn't matter, fate. that doesn't matter, it doesn't matter, it's right? Lots yeah, of people it's fate. Fate. <laughs> yeah, a like, ton of people die. I've watched Fate Zero now, I can say a lot of people die in Fate, but my, my big thing was. You're saying like, oh, will they won't? Uh, well, that was what my whole thought of the show was. Is this constant? Will they actually ever kiss and actually become intimate with each other, rather than just this, this like slow build up towards oh. them becoming so physically, you know, be, again, because like I don't know, you can be physically like romantic or intimate with someone without necessarily having it become a romantic. Like like a full on relationship or, or a kiss, me? I guess. I I mean, <laughs> yeah. Thanks. Um, but you, but you get my point though, right? Like where it's like I don't know. Again, I saw them. It was like, oh wow, now they're holding each other. They're embracing the the hug. You know, when he gets off the ice, like oh my god, they're really close. But are they gonna kiss? Are they gonna take that step or that leap into um 
they're in that in their relationship which again i didn't i'm not gonna sit here and say oh i didn't think that they had like gay feelings for each other at all like obviously i can tell that they they well it's it, it is possible that they have those feelings for each other but i also think it's very possible that they are they they feel just a very deep love for each other but it doesn't necessarily have to be that they that they were gay for each other although okay. again if they literally showed them kissing in the show that would be different for me but again from one from my viewing of it i didn't see a hug where their arms are and mouths are like this as as a kiss you know that's so it, a dab to me. It, 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 like uh, the two lips coming close anyway the point they, they did have to hide that so the, the two lips coming it. close and then it's a bait that's why i thought it was a bait it's not a bait it's just they couldn't show them kissing they needed censorship in the way i guess so that's too um, bad that ruins it, it, it does suck me. that that sucks that has to be the case and the director was like really upset about it um you know and she had to fight to even get that scene in the show yeah um so you know progress is slow yeah um, you know maybe in yuri and ice season two if that ever happens well, you can, be coming out there you is see the, well, the movie's coming out but it's a prequel so we're not going to get to see him make out um but maybe we'll see maybe, victor maybe make out with someone else maybe chris um, maybe chris because mm. it's mentioned that they compete with each other all the time throughout like uh their history i, like, I believe it um <laughs> and if anyways, you saw how they um, interact with each other kind of wouldn't surprise me maybe well, that's, that's how why Christoph interacts with everybody though yes. so I, I feel like that's that's kind of his yeah. bit his character maybe is that oh he's just a sex appeal machine he's machine. a long machine Ooh. and he won't work for nobody but anybody so uh, another character I would like to talk about um, is, I guess, like uh, in how their relationships develop with people is Yurio's, um, because I like the scene where he has his grandpa make a like a pork cutlet bowl, like pierogi Stromboli, or whatever, the, yeah. tromboli, whatever <laughs> the Russian dish, whatever it is for Yuri is just like such a wonderful scene to me because he's such a cold person and like that act of like kindness just like really shows that he has this friendship for him and he does care about him despite him calling him fat all the time and stuff. Yeah, pig, yeah. <laughs> yeah you piggy. A, pr- a prushki? Is that what it was called? A pushki? Prushki? Something I don't like remember. That? Yeah, I don't It, it wasn't pierogies. Those are not those a pierogi? Are okay. That's the only not, thing that, that like I know. Italian? It, it, pierogies are uh, Polish, I believe, but yeah. Okay. yeah. Russia, Poland. You Same know. thing, yeah. Um, According to Russia. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so I mean, I, I really like this. Did you guys have like any moment of like a character developing or like a breakthrough sort of thing that they did that like really resonated with you that isn't part of your best boy discussion? Because um, uh, we'll get to uh, that later. I, I can't know. speak then. <laughs> it's about uh, JJ. Okay, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, so like I think... I think one of the my favorite scenes in the show is we see that like he's presented the entire time as like the guy with like the most confidence and like the most skill going into like the Grand Prix. Like he's the guy who like had the balls to have like six jumps or whatever in one single like short program or whatever. And like everyone says like oh he's like he's like mechanically flawless and we all need to like improve to get better than him. And then we see him mess up towards the end because of all the pressure because it's like as much as people like want to be at the top, when you're at the top, you have the most pressure on you. Like everyone expects you to succeed, and like sometimes you just, you just don't. Like it's the most nerve-wracking place to be, and it's like 
a lot of other shows, like the person on the top is like always super overconfident and like they seem to just know what they're doing. But like I actually I really like how they show like being being at the top really does make you feel a lot more vulnerable. I think um, that, uh, you know, Pat and I will probably get into this a little bit later, but I, I definitely agree with you. I think that um, they did a really good job of showing that sort of like isolation you feel when you're when you have like expectations on you and how that can sort of mess you up. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought they did a very good job with that. I think um, they have that with all the characters and I won't talk too much because my best boy has some stuff with that. But I think they all have their own version of how the intensity of the game affected them. Everybody had it affect them differently, either isolating or insecurities or like, cause I think, I think Yuri, what's the main Yuri's last name? Is he Plasetsky? Katsuki. Thank you. Uh, he, I think it affected him more in like an insecure way. Like he, like every time he failed, he was like, uh, I'm just, I'm horrible at the game. I'm no, I'm no good. I'm, I'm like, dude, you are, you're in these, intense competitions of this game like 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 you were saying before i I don't know if we talked about this before we started going live but we were saying like think of like college football like the the worst or even like professional football the worst of the dude on the patriots as a patriots fan the worst dude on the patriots could absolutely obliterate any of us playing football but they probably think that they're horrible because they're not starting. So like he has this like crazy insecurity about himself because, oh, I'm no good. Like I fail all the time. I need to retire. I need to do all these things. But like realistically, like he is the he is phenomenal. And just the game affected him in that way versus uh, you have someone like JJ where like they have almost too much confidence where that affected him negatively later on. Because then when he started to do bad, he was like, oh, no, like all these people who love me so much for my confidence and my ability will no longer love me because I don't have that confidence and ability anymore, which you end up finding out like, no, they still love him because he's just a wonderful person. And yes, I did cry when everybody else was singing along to uh, JJ, uh, JJ's best, whatever the song is that Eve they sing. JJ. <laughs> I love it. I love it so much. But yeah, uh, I just, I like to see how like the game affected or the the sport affected all of the characters in different ways. I thought that was very um interesting because i i've never been that intense into anything before like i've never had something like that intense in my life that i guess would affect me that way not at all i mean i always think that's interesting that like these people have like so much dedicated their lives to this sport and stuff and it defines so much of them and like the thing i've dedicated the most to my life is like i guess like chemistry or like telling people to read human echo it's like one yeah. of those two <laughs> it's the, one like, of those two yep. and i really don't care about either of them that much i do i do care about both of them but it's just like you know i don't know like i'm not going to the olympics for either of them so you know like you know like i guess like a person like interpersonal relationships and like my family and stuff i think like most people are like by far and away the most important thing in my life and when you're so dedicated to something like this, that it kind of like rivals those things. And like those things become so intertwined. It's, it's an interesting dynamic. Um, and I've just never been into anything enough to uh, do that, I guess. Um, but I, I, I do think that's it's not too late. Miles. Stop. What? I, it's, I said, it's not too late. 
It's not too late. Yeah, okay. You, still, you got that drive. You got that passion burning inside of you. You just got to find it. Maybe it's anime podcasting. Who knows? I oh, can't wait. We're well, probably is the, top. the hero awaits. The hero awaits. <laughs> yes. So yeah. Something. There you go. Whatever. Ping pong reference. Go watch our ping pong episode. Uh, but yeah, I guess it's about time. Let's get into our best boy. Yay. Uh, we could do best girl as well there, because there are some pretty bad I think there's like females. one super correct answer for best girl, but we can discuss it. <laughs> I think there's a lot of correct answers, honestly, because I think there's one super correct one as well. And then there's a bunch of like just awesome. Again, the characters are so strong in this show. There's like hardly any that aren't worthy of like a, a best whatever title. But uh, Miles, why don't you start us off? What have you got for best boy and best girl? OK, um, so or best girl first, since best boy is the one that matters. Really. Sure. Um, wow. My best Sexist. girl is um, you, you already knew that, I guess. I don't know. Let me make sure I'm getting the right one um so i don't know i didn't think the female characters were like super strong i enjoyed them uh but like i mean obviously the focus was very much on um the, the male ones i think my uh favorite female character is minako um who's his like friend who like owned the, the skating ring. yep yeah and i think came with him to like barcelona and drank a lot and yeah. um, I enjoyed that. I thought she was very fun. I also like uh, Yuko, who is like his, like his, his at home friends. Um, I was his ba ballet he, teacher, right? No, no, no. Yuko is the the one that marries the other friend. Oh, uh, yeah, at yeah, home yeah, skating yeah. rink. You know, the ones that he grew up learning how to figure skate with. Is the yes, gotcha. Like, like his former um, teammates or classmates, whatever. Mm. Yeah, and so uh, for best boy, uh, is very important. King JJ, uh, yeah, yeah. JJ style. Um, I love him. I so like I. If you watched our Violet Evergarden episode, you know that I am a cold ball of harshness. True, impossible yeah. to crack. True. Um, I, I thought none of that was sad. The show affected me in essentially no way. Um, Miles is a I robot. Cried. It, the first time I watched this, I cried in episode eleven during the King JJ scene. And then this watch through, I cried in episode seven, the first time he did his short program, thinking about <laughs> how episode 11 was coming up. Uh, I, I like, I was just like, oh my God, I'm going to have to watch this in like Amazing. four episodes again. And I was just so emotional because I knew he was going to like fail upcoming and stuff. And it just like affected me so much. And Dang why it. that is, is because like, um, uh, you know, I, I'm also a pretty cocky guy. Um, what you? Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah, really? Um. No. And so, like, I, I resonate with that a little bit, but um, what I just like him being so concerned about like his performance and how people would only care about him because of like his like skill at things or his ability to like perform well at things. And the support his parents gave him, that his fiance gave him, that his fans gave him, everyone. I mean, he was just shit in the bed, like completely. And everyone was still cheering and singing for him and stuff. And he, you know, kind of had this realization that like he has this support system. Um, you know, like his parents even talk about like, it doesn't matter how he finishes. Like he is supportive for him 
uh, as he can be. And, and like, you know, my parents are, I have phenomenal parents and, you know, not everyone's that lucky, but like, I, I have great parents. I have a wonderful fiance who, you know, supports me through a bunch of hard times and all of that stuff. And I don't have a ton of adoring fans yet. Um, but one day <laughs> if I do, uh, I hope that they too will support me if I ever have a bad <laughs> podcast episode. Do you want them to make a song for you? Uh, yeah, and honestly, like one day I want the top rock band in Canada, which I think it's is probably you want, you want Nickelback. Your own it's Nickelback. Uh, <laughs> or Sub 41. To, to write me a song. But like, I I don't I was just so touched by this moment and just so genuinely happy for this man that he could learn that he had these people who cared for him because I think one of the most important things in life is having people there to support you and care for you and be there when you're at your weakest and you know I I've had some times in my life where like I have just like so I have really bad OCD. This is completely different than performing at uh, the top of, it's not really bad OCD. I have OCD. This is different than performing at the top figure skating. But um, one of my issues is that I, I get obsessions. And when I can't stop thinking about things, it like very much takes over my life. So one of the things I obsess over is my impending death, our, our march oh, towards oblivion. Um, yes. And... <laughs> Um, I hope you guys are ready for a downer of an episode. Um, and so like, I had this point where I couldn't even like drive and I was trying to go to work one day. I was just like sitting in my car and crying. And like, my dad came out, saw something that was wrong. And I had been like hiding that I was like, so afraid all the time and stuff from my parents. And he was just immediately supportive, called my work for me, explained that I couldn't come in for like a while made a whole bunch of doctor's appointments for me to go see a therapist and, you know, go see my general practitioner and stuff. And like, you know, that's obviously different than like doing shitty at a figure skating, but like, I was afraid of not having a support system. And when I found out that I did, it was just the most relieving thing in the entire world. And I felt like, okay, I can actually accomplish this now and I can eventually achieve my goals or whatever, because I have the support. I have my family and I have my friends and everything. And, you know, just someone else going through a similar thing where they realize they have this just makes me so happy. Like, I I could tear up right now talking about it. It's great. Mm -hmm. um, Looking like me at the Violet Evergarden so, episode. Yeah, if Violet yeah, Evergarden, nothing for me. I, I, <laughs> not a thing. King JJ, though. Fucking turn on the waterworks. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, that's a little bit TMI about Miles's life, and um, whoever can go next. Uh, Johnny, uh, Johnny, what's your best boy? Uh, who uh, who was the girl, girl that was like the parent of like the triplets? Um, uh, Yuko. 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 Yeah, she's my best girl. It's just good choice. I, I don't really have much to say, honestly. It's just she's my best girl. Your best boy? So, like, this is, yeah, so this is the more important one, obviously. Yes. Sexist. <laughs> like, by a mile, so. So, my my best boy is actually, like, I, of course, I actually, I also love JJ, because he's probably the first Canadian person I've ever seen in anime. <laughs> I mean. Yeah, one of I'm them, not, yeah. I'm not technically Canadian, but I live here, so I guess that's close enough. Close enough. You yeah. have some pride in where you're from, right? Or where you live, uh, yeah. I mean, where, I, where I'm from. Uh, uh, Who's your best boy, Johnny? It's okay. Anyways, yes. Okay, so my best boy is Yuriel. No, it's Russian a great Yuri. choice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So like, 
I think his story is such a compelling one because he comes in, he's like, he's like the rising star. He's like the youngest person and he's already like broken world records and stuff. But at the same time, he he's not like overly, actually no, he, he is overly cocky, but he does it in a way where it's like, he respects that everyone else around him is just as good. So he knows that he needs to do better. It's not the, like the overconfidence like, oh, I don't need to work because I know I'm just too good and I'm just going to be better than everyone. He he works probably he worked probably the hardest out of anyone in the show. And it, it paid off because at the end, spoilers, he won. Like he he like he literally got like a professional ballet where he worked his ass off every single day. And even though he knew that like he was probably better than them, it's just he just still had to work he had to do everything he could to win and i honestly think that's really respectable because like and this is probably going a bit too into my life as well like, <laughs> bring it on let's hey, go let's go our so therapy like, session so, tonight let's go well, okay not as much as miles but like i kind of have the thing where like a lot of things i do was like i'm better than average at a lot of things so then i get overconfident and i think that i don't have to work as hard as other people so then i end up doing worse and i'm like oh what the hell happened and it's just like, well, I'm a lazy bitch. What can I say? <laughs> it's like, just, be, just because you have the talent doesn't mean you don't need to put in the hours. It's like, you got to work at something to, in order to do great things. And that's something that, and that's something that like, honestly, that's just, even someone who doesn't have talent, they can be better than someone who does just because they worked hard at it. And honestly, that's what, that's what I need to learn is that like, even maybe I do have talents, but I still need to work hard for it, and that's exactly what Yuri did. So I really think that like his story resonated with me, and he's a, and that's why he's my best boy. Yeah, yeah pick, I think that a great thing that shows that about him is how he is like I think he immediately respects um, Japanese Yuri as competition, um, mm -hmm. like very mm -hmm. quickly, and he realizes he needs to like work hard to beat him, and. You know, like, even when, you know, uh, other Yuri is, like, our main Yuri is, like, fat, and they're, like, doing the first, like, thing on, uh, like, the hot spring that he ends up losing to him against, he he recognizes, like, I need to work hard for this. He has, like, a very good work ethic, as you mentioned, and he's always just, like, grinding, right? And, like, yeah. I think that's, like, a very admirable trait. Right? Good pick, Johnny. Yeah. I also, I also, this probably doesn't have to do with the character, but I, I thought his, uh, I thought his scenes in the figure skating moments were the best, like in terms of how they looked. So good. Yeah. His costume was great. Yeah, a lot of stuff. And also, like his movements, I thought they yep, were. I agree. They looked super. I liked good. his leopard print jacket a lot. So yeah, that was good <laughs> that he bought in Japan. I like the white one more. It was like, oh, that's stylish, and then I, bought it immediately. I might be mistaken, but Yuriel was like the only one we did like flips, put like his arm in the air, and they like recognized that in like the commentaries, like he put his arm in the air. That's worth more points. And I didn't yes, hear that. Like, it makes sense because it's a ballet move, yeah. and like he was learning yeah. it from. A I didn't hear that from anybody else. So that was like a really cool, like little thing that how he separated himself from everybody else. Mm. Uh yeah. So Pete, what have you got for best girl and then best boy? Best girl. Uh, I'm actually gonna give it to three of them: the triplets, uh, Axel, Lutz, and Loop. I thought they were a great comic relief. Did they had names. Yes, they are named Axel, Lutz, and Loop. All day. When did they say that? They, they like thought, once at the very beginning. Once yeah. it's also on their mail. Um, so I'm gonna go do the exact opposite route of Miles and Johnny. But when I think best boy, a lot of times it's just like the the character that maybe not the best character in the entire show because I think like the dramatic elements of like Victor and Yuri like 
make it so like they're the best overall character. But for me, for why I think best boy is like the character that I liked the most when I saw them on the screen. And that is Chris from Switzerland. And for two specific quotes and one specific reason, there is a scene where he is in fifth place and he's getting interviewed and he says, I'm used to this. I'm used to coming from behind. And I laughed my ass <laughs> off when he said that. God damn. I thought that was, oh one of the, that was one of the funniest things I've ever seen. I got left so hard I had to pause it. And then like two episodes later, he's in his apartment and somebody's coming over to pick up his cat. And he goes, you always come so early. And I also got left and had to pause it. And it was just incredible. Um, and then like the specific scene, I mean, yes, the ginger pants scene was great, but I really loved his interaction. Was it, was it great? Oh, I it was incredible. Absolutely like, incredible. You thought, you thought it was, you it was, was incredible. That, you do something to be in the me. show. You I, so- I, honestly, I want to do so well at something that I just cut my pants. Yeah. Like, uh, like you should be a world. It was, it was, it was, it was so good, but I really loved just like, he never like stopped being himself. He was always his That's character. Fair. There was two scenes, one where he is with Victor at the swimming pool and they just like he's like, I'm sexy, God. take pictures of me. And then I love that scene so much. And then there's the bonus scene where you see drunk Yuri the year before and he does the stripper pole stuff. Yeah. And I thought that was so funny because it's like, yeah, we'll get naked and dance on this pole. Also, why do they have a stripper pole at like Who knows? Like, like it's no, I don't know. Point. It was funny. Um yeah, Great so question. So Chris funny. made me like gut laugh so hard. His, his entire presence on the on the show was incredible, and over as he may not be the most like dramatic character in it, just every time he was on the TV screen, I was like tuned in, and I loved it. So yeah, Chris is my best boy. Fair enough. All right, AK, what about you? I love that answer, Pete. That's such a good one. Um, I love how but... you came to that conclusion. Uh-huh. Oh, <laughs> leave the jokes to me, Johnny. <laughs> Why? Because you're, you're the, because you're a resident clown, I see. Yes. <laughs> Johnny, I'm going to have to agree with you. Yurio is my favorite Let's boy. Go. But for different reasons, the thing that I liked about him is his friendships and relationships with other people, I thought were just awesome because I thought he came, like, if they didn't have that, he would have just been kind of an ass. He would have been, am I allowed to say ass? Fuck no. <laughs> um yes. but he was he was an asshole like he he was yeah. so obsessed with the game and if they didn't have any of his relationships with other people then the sh- he would have not been a good character but the the like miles you said before you were talking about the scene where he decided to make the Perosky and make it uh like a, a pork cutlet bowl and give it to yuri was just like a tiny little moment where you're like he cares even though like about this friendship with this person who he's so obsessed with beating, even though he comes across as like, I absolutely hate you, you fat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, but like he Biggie. really cares. But also m- one of my favorite episodes besides the JJ episode in episode 11, I think it's episode nine or 10 where he has the relationship with the, kazakhstan character i believe he's from episode 10 i love that episode and i love finding out that like he realizes when i take this game too seriously i become kind of an asshole and this guy who wanted to be my friend i came across as an asshole and like he was really upset with himself so he had to do a lot of like self-reflecting to be like hey i need to make sure that like i care about other people 
But if I don't put in the effort to like make a little bit of uh, a connection with people, then they're never going to know. So then he started to, from that moment on, like make sure that he like added a little bit of extra effort into his friendships. And I thought that was really cute. And I love that they end up going and having dinner together. And everybody's like, why are they having dinner together? And then that's (laughs) the same episode where Yuri and Victor, they go to the dinner table. And like, it was just a really fun uh, episode because not only do you see Yurio grow as a character and like book like show that uh emphasis on his relationship and like how he's like no like i am a genuinely good guy like i just take this game really seriously then you finally have the scene where like all the competitors are sitting at this table together and although they all like want to beat each other on the ice they're all still friends and they're all sitting at the table together and like i just like want to just see the like that group of people together for the rest of my life because like every single one of them like has a purpose in that like I would say friend group but um I just I just love Yurio I think he's wonderful and like the way they have his relationships really just is awesome and he's he's just he's just adorable and uh Chin mentioned it in the chat earlier um if the deleted scene that they have in the uh dvd version of this where he does a uh ice rink like routine where he like has this like cool outfit on and he does this like glove trick with that uh kazakhstan guy if you have not watched it it is by far the best skate scene in that entire oh, okay. show good to know. check that out it is that. so intense and so good so i'll i'll, I'll show you guys that later but that was the thing actually i saw that scene before i watched the show and then when I watched the show, it never happened. And I was like, yeah. what the heck was that that I just watched? It was so good. Uh, but imagine. Like, I watched the wrong Yuri on Ice. Like yeah, what? I literally <laughs> thought it was. Yeah, it was where, like where's the half naked and... girls? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And rock and roll. Oh, yeah. That, that yeah. Also... That, well, the rock and roll is during the King JJ scenes. Um, oh, I love JJ. But yeah, Yuri Shirtless Yuri singing on the stage. <laughs> that, that's good. Uh, I like that's That's really good. That's so interesting too that they didn't include that scene. That's weird. Mm-hmm. It's um, like a, a like an extra if you were to buy the like buy the DVD, right. which like who buys DVDs anymore? I think it was kind of yeah, an, what, an what, old what is thing. a DVD? What is I don't that? know. Oh, <laughs> Pete does. Pete buys them. Whoa! Yeah. I buy Blu-rays sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, all right, yeah, and I'll wrap this up quick because we are we're going way over time with this, which is okay. That's okay, or we're going to go way over time with uh, everything else we have to talk about. Uh, but that again, that's okay. Uh, for best girl, uh, again, I agree that it, it's not like there was any girl that like really stood out. But I really liked his ballet teacher, Yuri's ballet teacher, the um, the Japanese one who who was very supportive of him, always there for him when he needed it. Um, you know, because you do need people like that. But uh, and I guess my 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 true real answer though, especially because it relates so much to best boy, I think. JJ and his wife or his fiance, at least at that point in the show, they are my best boy and girl overall. Like they, they are uh, JJ for the same reasons as miles listed. Like I, I related to JJ a lot because I, even if I am not the best at what I'm doing, I have the confidence and, and believe in myself. I have the utmost faith that what I am doing is correct. And that what I need, what I am trying to do is my best work or will be my best work, whatever. Um, and that I am correct. You know, like that, that is something that, that um, I guess was just given to me in, in from a young age, whether that's through the way I was raised or whatever. But I, I just, I always will have that confidence that I can achieve whatever I want to do, and that I am going. What I am doing is is the best, and I related a lot to JJ with that. And seeing him failing was not what I expected to see. And uh, but then, like 
uh, I, don't know, I didn't nearly get as emotional as Miles did with, uh, with that scene. It sounds like, but I did. Te- I did tear up when they started singing the song a lot and seeing the crowd singing with him. That that was great. I I, I couldn't. I, that was my favorite scene in the show. I cry thinking about how that fact that that scene was coming up. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that that's not. No, Michael, I didn't quite get that. I did. Uh, you see, that's me with Violet. I guess this is you with JJ. That's a good a good point. Um. I I loved that their their dynamic and I don't know, just the when when they showed her like tearing up and like cheering his name and stuff and he seeing that like that 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 made me the waterworks start a little bit for me too so I was just like wow this is this is awesome I love JJ uh I wish I had I wish I was JJ you know like that that's the thought that I had while I was watching the show like damn this guy is awesome but yeah so let's move on to our closing thoughts for Yuri and I so anything that we missed uh in our discussion that you just wanted to point out quick, you know, let's keep it to, to a minute to two minutes long. And then lastly, your final score out of 10 using the uh, Mal scoring for reference, no half points, even though this show is very tempting for me to give a half point to, I will not. Um, but miles, why don't you start us off? Sure. Uh, I love this show. Um, I think it's great. Um, Kayla asked me to give her a shout out and say that she loves the show. So I'm going to yes. do that here as well. No props to um, Kayla. So, um, uh, I guess we, we've talked about a lot of things like, I want to say the competitions were really cool. Uh, they kept me sort of like on the edge of my sheet seat. I didn't always know who was going to win. Um, the only one that I thought where I knew the ending before it happened was Yuri one, Yuri two, um, at the end, but I was a little surprised to see JJ at three. So I still got a little bit of a, a shock there at the end. Um, and uh overall i i just very much enjoyed the show i think you should watch the show if you just like good characters and want to learn some stuff about ice skating um nine out of ten nine out of ten for miles okay that makes sense johnny what have you got yeah so i think the show is amazing as well like like miles said all the characters are amazing it it made me realize that like sports anime aren't actually that bad, and maybe I'll go see them. Maybe I won't. Who knows? Maybe I'll find the time. But yeah, uh, the character, like I said, the characters were great. Like the the animations, like the animation was good. I feel like, but there are some points, like some certain shots, where it just looks like I would say it was but, condensed. The yeah. great animation was condensed in certain spots. In other spots, yeah, exactly. they did a lot of the stuff we learned about in Keeping Yes, hands off in Izokin, where it's like the repetitive of the, the pan over of the woman clapping and cheering, yeah. right? That happened so many times in like two episodes that I was just like, is this a joke? I've seen this like, before. Going on yeah. Here? yeah, I've seen this like 20 yeah. times. Yeah, that, that was a good point I was going to bring up in mind too, but continue, Johnny. Sorry. Yeah, and also I think also I think if we pay attention, like they probably reuse certain frames from every single time. Like they do the same dance, like same like choreography, because you know, like they do the same thing every time. Mm. So yeah, like so like the certain shots, like during the jumps, the animation was really solid. But then like some like so, like it's not bad all the time, but there were some shots that looked a bit iffy. And uh, so and and there are one more thing is like I understand like the show has a reason for doing this. I just thought, I just thought some of the fan server scenes were a bit too excessive. It's like, do we really need like them naked in the shower? Yes. Three times. No. Yes. I agree. No. I, I know this is a really is. interesting thing to me because so like it, you know, I'm straight. I'm not into men, but for some reason I'm like, 
I, I don't know if it's just because society normally sexualizes women more, but like for the male fan service in this show, I'm like, kind of fun. This doesn't happen a lot. But then when there's like a lot of fan service of like women and their like boobs or whatever, I'm like, this is too much for me. Can we tone it down? And I have no idea yeah. why that is. I just wanted to point that out. Well, it's probably because you're not used to seeing it as much. Yeah, maybe, maybe that's it. Maybe I'm just yeah. not tired of it yet. I don't know. It's just like, <laughs> I mean, like it's not a, it's a gender neutral thing. I don't like it in any show when it's fan service is too excessive. But yeah, but like despite all that, the show is amazing. Nine out of ten. Go watch it. Nine out of ten from Johnny. All right, Pete. What have you got? Yep. So I'm gonna compare this to Kirkano Basket, and which is a basketball anime. It is a sport that I love. I play it to this day. If it's sunny outside, I am playing basketball. And what Kirkano Basket does is takes a thing that I am super passionate about and ruins it with an awful cast and a terrible story and terrible terrible dynamics. Where Year on Ice takes a thing I don't care about, a sport that I don't care about, I have no passion, and turns it into one of my favorite sports animes of all time. Uh, I said earlier in the show the OP is my second favorite OP of all time. I think it's incredible. The fact that one person drew the whole thing is god tier because it switches animations, and I think that's a huge thing to a show of how you start the show, uh, at least to me, and I think History Makers says a lot about what the show is about. I love the cast and characters. The, like, I think Pat said earlier, there are some tertiary characters that are just like, whatever. But it doesn't really like negatively affect the show to me that much. Just like, what? Whatever. And they move on. They're, they have like eight seconds of screen time. Not that big of a deal. Yuri on Ice is super fun for somebody who, like me, has no passion to the ice gang, but has a great this overall like theme, characters, music, uh, choreography, animation, I think is wonderful. I'm really looking forward to Ice Adolescence, which is the movie supposed to be coming out was supposed to come out last year, hopefully this year, but COVID delayed it. Uh, I love Urine Ice. The dub is top two dub, I think. It might be the best dub of all time I've ever seen. I'm giving it a 9 out of 10. I, I thoroughly enjoyed the show. 9 out of 10 from Pete as well. All right, AK, what about you? Uh, this is in my top 10 favorite shows. Again, I'm a new weeb, so I've only, let's say, watched two, three, four dozen shows at this point, so... Uh, but it's still in my top 10. It has not left and it will not be moving anytime soon. After watching it for a third time, it almost moved up in my top 10 because I loved it so much. I came for the, I like ice skating a little bit. So I thought it was kind of fun as a girl who likes dancing and theater and stuff like that. I liked the performance aspect, but I stayed for the characters and that's why I keep coming back because I absolutely love them. Uh, they are so authentic and realistic and silly and fun and real and i love and like each one of them has a purpose and a wonderful i think backstory to why they exist in the universe of the yuri on ice show um and uh not many shows even though my best boy is yurio who's considered one of the main characters uh most shows that i watch or animes that i watch i like the main character because why would you watch a show that you don't like the main character I like the main characters in these shows, but they also have so many phenomenal side characters, which make the whole universe and the whole show itself really interesting and really compelling. Because you can only watch a, one character go through 12 episodes so much. So uh, yep. I love it. And I love uh, the canonly gay relationship between Victor and Yuri. Scream it! <laughs> um, and I would give it a 9 out of 10 for sure. Nine out of ten as well. Okay, and uh, lastly, my my final thoughts. Um, 
I, we didn't get too critical of it during the the show or during our discussion. I will say, I think the ending felt a bit quick to me. It same, felt like same. it did uh, to you guys too. Okay, because like, I don't know, they gave the final score for like Yuri, Yurio, and it was just like, yeah, that's it. And it was just like, huh? Like they didn't even talk about like, oh, why was his performance better than Blanks? I guess they did because it was like, oh, his his short session or whatever was way better than Yuri's short session and then the other way around for the for the longer session but like he barely edged him out by a certain amount of points it's like oh we're setting up for season two rather than just wrapping up the story and being done with it you know and that I was a little disappointed by that um along with being frustrated at the beginning that I, again it was really it, a very nitpicky but I was annoyed by how it started um it, it was a little I was cringing a little more than I was enjoying it at the very, very beginning, but that changed very quickly by the time we got to the middle of the show. This show is a character-driven show, and I love character-driven shows, and I think this show does it extremely, extremely well. All the characters are great. Um, but again, because of that that ending, that wasn't satisfying. It wasn't. It didn't quite land for me. Uh, I, I ended up giving it an 8 out of 10 rather than uh, a 9 like everybody else, which, based off of my quick maths, because I can do quick maths... Uh, that leaves us with an 8.80 for Yuri on Ice between nice. five people. That is a pretty damn good score. It's, it's up That's there. Top, top five? It's top five-ish. Yeah, it's close because we got it's a lot of eight exactly points. Exactly top five, I think. Top five? Yeah, because it's, exactly it's, exactly it's below Isaac and Violet. Thank God. Thank no, you. I mean, this is a much um, better show than Violet Evergarden, um, Watch which is a pretty mid show. Um, <laughs> I, I muted Miles. We're good. We can keep going. Um, but yeah, so that wraps up our discussion of Yuri on Ice. Uh, thank you uh, for joining us. And now let's move on to the nominations real quick. So, but, uh, well, actually, no, we're not going to do that. God, nope. you'd think by now, after think almost, by, now. <laughs> by now, especially speaking of which, we are nominating for our yearly or our, our one year anniversary episode of Anime Watch Club here at this Yay. podcast and everything. Uh, but first, we need to talk about the show that we're watching for the week before that, that we just voted on this past week. Uh, Miles, what show are we watching next week? Sure. So we had uh, six shows slash movies uh, nominated. We had Akira. Um, How Heavy Are the Dumbbells You Lift? Uh, Rosario Vampire, Hinamatsuri, The Devil is a Part-Timer. Um, and then here and now, when they're forever, <laughs> whatever. Once upon um, a time, here we were. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> and so name, yeah. we have, I'm just so excited that this, this has happened. So per the rules of our show, um, because we give legacy points to everything that has like a tie, every single show gets a legacy point. Wow. And so in third place with one point, here and there, whatever, now and when, um, gets a legacy point, which is its fourth legacy point. It had exactly one third place vote (laughs) from me. Um, And then tied for second, we have four shows. (laughs) We have Dumbbells, Rosario Vampire, Hinamatsuri, and The Devil is a Part-Timer. And then uh, we will be watching the movie Akira um, for the next one. So I'm pretty excited about that. I'm going to listen to a uh, bunch of Kanye West, and then yes, uh, watch Akira. So yeah. it's gonna be great. 
Yeah. All right. Well, there we go. So we will be watching Akira. Wow. I can't wait. That's going to be the oldest thing I think we've watched because I don't, I believe it is older than, uh, it's older than Tokyo Godfathers. It is. Well, oh, yeah. Godfathers it's like, in the, young, it's like, you know, but like even movie. perfect blue as well. It's from 1988. So yeah, that'll be great. I cannot wait to watch this and maybe come out with, uh, an album of some kind or something. They're you know, remaking fire. the movie into a TV show. Wow. We'll see. We'll see. No, they goes. are. I know well, I'm saying we'll see how that goes, you know, because that, that always goes over well with people, you know, uh, like the Cowboy Bebop movie that's coming or series that's coming soon. Yes. Um, but either way, uh, that uh, the, now we know what we're watching uh, two weeks from now on May 3rd. I believe is what the day is. Uh, but yeah, let's get into our nominations. Miles, what show are you nominating this week for our uh, this is nominations for our one year episode? Yeah. So um a normal co-host has is out. He had to have jaw surgery. Um, I'm going to pick up his banner uh, and nominate Rosario Vampire for him. Wow, what a guy! What an absolute what show. a guy! Yeah, we'll see how that goes. Yeah, but, I don't think I, it's going to win, but that, what a guy! Cows is watching right now. No, I, I, <laughs> of course not. I, I have won approximately half of our votes. So if there's a way to get Rosario Vampire to win. It's for me to nominate it. All right, that's I true. You want natural like, magnetism? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Good lord. Okay, Rosario Vampire is being nominated. Johnny, what have you got? All right, so the sh- the show I'm nominating this week, I I was gonna re up the other show, but if no one's gonna vote for it, then it's whatever. So it got second I'm going place. To... It's gotten second place so, three weeks so in a row. Four other shows, but I, I don't it has, know. It has three <laughs> legacy points. I don't know. I feel. Maybe I'll re-up it one other day, but I feel like for one year I should do something that's a bit more like serious. So I'm gonna be nominating uh, Erased. Okay. Okay. Erased. Okay. Erased. You guys are switching shows that are like clearly doing so well. Name yeah. a better duo. Yeah. Like, true. <laughs> yeah, Pete. What have you got? Uh, I'm gonna re-up my show. I just think the show is so much fun, and I think we'll it would be a great conversation. I'm gonna redo uh, Hina Matsuri. Hina Matsuri. Alrighty. Ak. What about you? Um, I'm going with the low-key, definitely not low-key BL vibe, and I'm going to uh, nominate Banana Fish. Oh, Banana Fish. Okay. I, does that that, one's, tw- that one's 24 episodes, though. Oh, it's 24? I thought it was 12. Yeah, it's oh. 24. Ooh. All right, well, that is going to be disqualified. Banhammer. Okay, X, can, I do, can I do a movie instead, then? Yes. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Uh, sure. I was about to say, okay, I'll go uh, first, but if you have one, then go ahead. I want to eat your pancreas. Okay. Ooh. Also, gonna ha- unfortunately also, have to get the X. Because uh, that we will not, we will not be doing that movie either. Sorry, unfortunately, oh, that's yeah. the one movie okay. in anime that we are not. Yep. All right, that's fine. But uh, so that will get the X as well. But I will go while you figure out your <laughs> final. Your, Sorry, your okay. Third. It's okay. The thing there, there's a very personal reason why we do not yeah. do that movie. Totally fine. Totally um, fine. Uh, yeah, we can explain after. But yeah, so finally, I'll, I'll go first. I'm just gonna re up uh, now and then here and there. I believe is actually what the title is, or at least the the, the original translation of the title from Japanese. It, it we've gotten four legacy points. You know, I have this habit of nominating shows that always finish in second uh you know take notes ladies um there we go um great great content okay, so now and yeah. then unlimited blade works is that what <laughs> yes yeah, yeah, yeah. It's called. yeah there we go or uh brotherhood now now and then yeah, now brotherhood, and then something something Super. something about the christoph giacometti whatever guy yeah there there we go um the the swiss skater there we go okay ak what have you got I believe in you. 
What's your what, <laughs> just go through your top ten? What's your favorite? What's your number two anime? <laughs> They're longer than twelve episodes. Oh. Like Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, One Punch Man. Death One Punch Note. Man's not. That's twelve episodes. One Punch episodes. Man has two seasons though. Yeah, you can do first seasons of things. Oh, first season of One Punch Man. Then there we go. I love that show. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> and right. One Punch Man got our nominations okay. in. Alrighty, well there we go. So Pete, take it away. Yes, if you made it this far into the podcast, thank you so much. Uh, if you are really cool, you should like, comment, subscribe. You know that whole jazz, and you should go check out AK. I'll have links to all of her stuff in the description below. She's really fun and really nice and everything like that. So you should do that. Uh, normally we do episodes on Monday. We are doing a special episode on Friday slash Saturday, depending on when the upload happens. And that's the Demon Slayer movie. Me and Pat are going to the theater and we will be reviewing it. So check us out in a week from now for the Demon Slayer movie. Otherwise, we will be seeing you in two weeks for Akira Watch Club. So thank you, AK, for joining us. And thank you, everybody, for watching. We'll see you next time.